of Leaders and Mentors podcast. I'm uh, joined with a longtime friend of mine from Jonesville, Michigan here, the girls' varsity basketball coach, Tommy Dunn. Nice to be with you, Tommy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for meeting with us today. Um, known you quite a while, been trying to get you on here and scheduling this in, so thanks for taking the time to have me. Appreciate you coming down. You bet, you bet. So, as I said, Tommy is the girls' basketball coach here at Jonesville. Um, anybody in South Central Michigan who knows basketball or knows uh, girls basketball in particular uh, knows the Dunn family and uh, it's, it's, it's an honor to be here and here's some of the stories you have uh, about the program, about your time here and, and uh, looking forward to this conversation for quite some time. So let's, uh, let's start this off by going back to really the beginning, Tommy. Can you tell us about the positions that you've held here at Jonesville? Um, since you moved back from college, and then how you became the girls' varsity basketball coach? Well, my brother was a boys' basketball coach here, you know, in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And when I got done with college, he said there was a position open for seventh grade basketball. He wanted me to have it, and also JV football. So I came back home and started coaching those two positions for seven years and then the girls coach came open and he told me to go for it so he's the one that pushed me pushed me in that direction I know for someone to graduate from school from college to have the wanting to come back to their hometown what makes Jonesville such a special place not just athletically but just in terms of a hometown for someone to want to come back start a family uh, coach here through their whole tenure, do their career here. Uh, what, how, what would you say about the small town mentality to, to why make you want to do that, Tom? Well, that's exactly what it is. Small town, you know, everybody knows everybody. You go to the bakery, the barber shop, everybody's on a first name basis. Um, it's just a great place to raise a family. My parents were a little bit older, so I thought I'd better come back, keep an eye on them. My wife was from Litchfield, so she was good with coming back here her parents were here sure so it just kind of it just all fell into place I think that's it's pretty safe to say that's uh, pretty much mentality when you say of a lot of big eight schools that they draw a lot of a lot of uh, graduates back or at least to the area to, to want to help and and then in turn the town embraces them and and wants to keep them because they know when they have a good thing and, and uh, keep them in the system wouldn't you say Yes, I agree with that. I'm not a big city kid, so this was a no-brainer for me. So being able to coach and, and find work at home for both of us, it was just it was it's meant to be. Nice. So let's stay in the Big 8 for a little bit here. You've, uh, you've been an athlete, you've been a coach, uh, you've been a parent, 
uh, in the system, in the Big 8 and in Jonesville for, gosh, over 40 years now. So share with us some of the, the special rivalries and friendships that you've had. And, and be specific as, as far as you can in the Big 8, uh, those friendships and rivalries you've built over the years. And, and if you can, any stories you might have. Uh, for me, when I first started coaching, Quincy was our rival. Um, Bob Stewart was a coach over there, and we went at it pretty good. And now we're pretty good friends to this day, but they were pretty good. We were pretty good. Both teams had a couple of real good All-State players, and it just was a different field of the game. And so when we teamed up and went at it, there was a lot of people in the gym. Um, then it kind of went on to Homer maybe after Bob left. And then lately it's been Springport. Uh, kids just going at it, real good friends with the Springport coaches, so it just just kind of breeds itself. Very nice, very nice. So, needless to say, you've had not only friendly competitions over the years, but some some fierce rivalries that have built up between not only you as a coach, but also the schools themselves as well. So, um, Tommy, I don't I don't think anybody who knows the game of basketball would dispute the fact that Jonesville and basketball really go hand in hand. Whether it be girls basketball, whether it be boys basketball. Um, can you talk, talk to us a little bit about how that culture was built um, over time, um, even going back 20, 25 years ago? What is it about this place and what is it about the hardwood that just draws not only the athletes and the coaches, but the fans that absolutely love their basketball here in Jonesville? Well, I'm gonna give that credit to my brother. He came over, I believe, in 1986. I was a sophomore, um, so he got started. You know, when I, when I was on varsity, we were real young. We didn't do very well. And then the next year, I think we won the league. We won a district. And then after I left, he's just he just built a great program here. Um, just the way he carried himself, the way he built it from the bottom up, and the, the whole town bought into that. So mm -hmm. it just kind of fed off of that. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about, I'd be remiss in this conversation, of course, um, it begs to, let's talk about Bill a little bit. Um, Bill, of course, passed away, what year was it? 2001. 2001, cancer. Um, he had just had a lot of recent success, if I'm not mistaken, in the boys program. Um, and it came on pretty sudden, am I correct? Yeah, three months. Yeah. Three months. Yep. And uh, talk, talk a little bit about your brother, if you wouldn't mind, as far as where did he go to school, what positions did he hold here, um, just expand on, on his background, if you wouldn't mind, just a little bit more. Uh, my brother actually was a college baseball player at Olivet. Mm -hmm. He had the big old afro back in the day, <laughs> threw real hard, you know, kind of wild, but he's a great pitcher. Um, he coached football a little bit at Hanover Horton. Did he play for Morrison at... I am not sure who he played okay. for. Okay. Um, and then he he coached freshman basketball at Hanover Horton. Mm -hmm. And he ended up at Homer coaching varsity baseball. I know this. Wow. So he's coached he can coach anything. Mm -hmm. So then the, the Gary Sykes, he was a great guy and a Jonesville guy. Mm -hmm. He ended up going home to Lumen Christie. Mm -hmm. So the position came open. So Bill's name came up and he ended up coming over here. And he lived in Hillsdale at the time. He finally moved over here and he, he taught phys ed and business here, and then basketball. What was it, what are some of the traditions that I know 
The toilet paper throwing was one, correct? Gun zone was another one. Tommy, what was it about your brother that people even today, and especially here in Jonesville, still speak um, about Bill with great reverence and and uh, great respect for what he did here? What was it? Did it was it? Was he a people person? Did he build relationships? Talk to me a little bit about that. Just the way he related with people and to the kids and his persona. Mm -hmm. Laid back, had a great sense of humor, just knew what buttons to push, you know, to get kids to play hard. And the parents saw that and just everything. He had a soft heart and a heart for kids, huh? He had a heart for kids, yep. You bet. That's great. Um, uh, I, I got a chance to know your brother. Um, and, I think you probably remember I met him. Um, I, I knew that was something important that I wanted to do. I, I had seen Bill coach prior to be um, to, to coming here, and, and uh, he was a great guy. And, and everything that and, uh, you know, that I hope in the future that everything he has done is, is carried on. And uh, he made an impression upon me. So, yeah, thank you, though. Um, so, Tom, take us back to your early years here in Jonesville. <clears throat> Pretty competitive to be in the Dunn family. Well, him and I, you know, I have three three sisters, so it was Bill and I were the ones that would be going at it. We played chess, we played badminton, you know, we'd go out and see if we could kick a football. That's in the younger years. Mm -hmm. Once I graduated, we kind of teamed up and were on the same team, mm -hmm. and we'd go playing golf scrambles together. Mm -hmm. But he really wasn't around when I was in school okay. because yep. the age difference. Sure. So I really sure. looked forward if I could go to his house when I was in elementary school and spend a day with him or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was usually him and I going at it. Very good. So, uh, talk to us about you yourself in school. Good student? I think I graduated with actually a 3.2. There you go. Um, if my kids have that grade point, I'd probably be on them a little bit. <laughs> so, I was in a tough class, but yeah, I got through okay. What, uh, what other sports did, did uh, Coach Tom Dunn play in high school? Oh, in spring I played baseball and ran track, and then I played football and basketball. So, did all four. What did your parents do for a living? Talk to me a little bit about your uh, mom They own the, the Jonesville paper, so oh, okay. a lot of people knew who they were. I didn't know that. And pretty laid back. They were older. They had me when they were in their 40s, mm -hmm. so I had grandma and grandpa and mom and dad all sure. rolled into one. Sure. So a lot of people in the community knew my mom and dad. And when the paper ended up folding up and closing, it was it was a bad deal for Tony. Sure, sure. Um, and then you yourself, when I, uh, after you graduated from Jonesville, you went on to um, become a you were a punter, correct? Yep, I punted punter. at Western. I also held for field goals. I was there for four and a half years. It was a real eye-opening experience. Go Broncos, right? The Go Broncos. Yep. Now, what did you major in there? Uh, business. Did you? Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I actually caught it on Facebook a few weeks ago. You were, and I knew this, but I had forgotten it. You were part of a pretty special comeback as in your senior year in high school in basketball, correct? Correct. And if I'm not mistaken, seven points in 13 seconds? Seven points in 13 seconds. District semifinal, District. Homer Trojans. Homer, which I still have some good buddies uh, to this day that were on that team that don't want to talk about that game. The video is still out there. Go to Tommy's Facebook page. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, we, were, um, we were down six points with 13 seconds. They were shooting a free throw. Mm -hmm. We get the rebound. Kevin Canale, who was our best player, mm -hmm. took the ball to the other end of the floor. Tried to draw a foul on a three-pointer, and actually did, and he made the three-pointer. Yep. So 
So he goes the line, misses a free throw. Steve Rathman, who works for the Sheriff's Department to this day, gets a rebound, puts it back in. So now we're down one. Timeout's called. So after the timeout, we come back, we deny the ball. They call timeout because they can't get the ball in. So they come back after the timeout, throw the ball in, and Rathman comes out of, I don't know where he came from to this day, out of nowhere, swoops in, grabs the ball, throws it up, bank shot, game over. Time ran out. Time ran out. Fans on the floor. Fans on the floor. And this is a district semifinal game, but it, it I can remember it to this day. It was unbelievable. You know, I was going to ask about this, but that was at the old gym. That was at Bronson. At Bronson. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. In the districts at Bronson. All right. Yes. All right. Old gym still holds a lot of memories for you, Tom? Old gym is, yes, because you're right on top of each other down there. Yeah. Um, it's a little different feeling here. It's just bigger. This is newer, but that old gym, Spots Gym, is special with everybody. A lot of people who watch us, they'll, they'll, yeah, exactly, Spots Gym. They'll know. They'll, they're sitting there nodding their head in agreement because they know, especially the Big Eight people, they know exactly what you're talking about, and that's what I think. Honestly, one of the first games I saw your brother coach was in Spots Gym, and um, the feeling, just the. Just the, I mean, you could be in the stands and, and almost smell the, the sweat on the floor and the smell of the gym and just the popcorn. And, I mean, everything, it was just like an old, um, the, just the atmosphere, the culture there was just phenomenal for a game. It was unbelievable. Um, it gave you goosebumps. So, and, and uh, a lot of the tradition started there. So go, let's talk about that a little bit. What are some? What are two or three? You can do it for particularly your girls' teams, or just basketball in general here at Jonesville. Because I I have some, but what are what are some of your top memories here at Jonesville as far as basketball in in the last 20, 25 years or in your coaching tenure? Well, obviously the Homer game sure. that I played in. Sure. Um, I did get to coach both my daughters one year, mm -hmm. and for me that was great because my older daughter wasn't quite as good as my younger daughter. Okay. And she kind of looked after and she was her biggest fan, and that was just special to have both kids on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a couple buzzer beaters that we've won, you know, and the girls. Um, I really can't pick them out. I mean, it's all been good. And there's even a loss on there. Last year, we yeah. went to Arbor Prep, yeah. and they were in the finals, and we lost to them at the buzzer, basically. Yeah. yeah. So we, we went tooth and nail. So That's the yeah. thing about your program, I've always noticed over the years is that you guys have no problem going out and playing whoever and name the time and place and you will play them, especially in non-conference. I want the kids when they leave here to have some memories mm -hmm. and they're not going to forget that stuff. Absolutely. And then if you can, you know, if you can compete somehow with those teams, it makes it even better. So Tommy, talk to me about uh, you, of course, I, I know you well enough that you're always not only looking out for your teams, your girls' teams particularly, in, as far as athletes, but also for student athletes as well. Um, talk to me about how you try to lead them and their parents through that process, if in fact they're getting recruited, or if they aspire to go on to try out the college level. How do you get in the mix on that, and what advice might you give them or their parents, having been a, a recruited former athlete yourself, um, being part of Western's teams, and, and, and over the years, how do you, I guess you'd say, passively help them out, but also try to provide as much information as you can? Uh, I've actually went with a couple kids, you know, to the colleges, talked to their coaches. Um, anything I can do, film, email, anything I can do, 
to help them get there if, if they want to play at the next level. Mm -hmm. um, and my best advice to them would be, no matter what level you're getting recruited on, to take it all in and treat them all the same. Is if you're if you're a D2 player and a D3 coach is recruiting you, maybe maybe that D3 coach knows a couple D2 coaches. So if you treat them with respect, sure. you know that that can pass on. And, and it has to be a good fit for them. Right. I mean, absolutely has to be a great fit for them. And, and, you know, one college might be a little bit more successful. You might want to choose the one that's 99 as successful, not to get more playing time, but because it's a good fit for you. Am I correct in that? Right. Yep. Good, good, good. Um, I, Tom, I know you do a lot of extra special things to make the season interesting. Do you still do a tri trip up north, if I'm not mistaken, don't you? This will be our 20th year to Manistee. Um, Do you have a name for the, the trip or anything? Uh, we just, we just, it's just a manistee. It's, it's not even a shootout. It's not a camp. Do the girls look forward to the it? The girls really look forward to it. Very um, nice. They're trying to do something special this year, get some more teams, because the coach that's running it up in Manistee is still there. Okay. So we've kind of connected, and uh, Al Schrauben from Portland St. Pat is still there. Okay. And he's won six state titles, so we look forward to going up there in July every year. Very nice. Now, do you have a group of parents that you have found each year, or do you try to involve the parents as much as you can in that process to keep the spark going? Do you have like team meals? Do you do special things to, during the season? Or I know you got your own Facebook page. I try to stay up on top of that. Anything else that you can talk about that you do? I noticed the faces on the chairs one day. Uh, that was all the kids doing that. Nice. Um, yeah, we have uh, team dinners, you know, throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Um, certain parents step up mm -hmm. and do those. Um, parents go with us now to Manistee, which they didn't in the beginning. Sure. So the more the more people up there, the better. Sure. Um, it's a pretty open door policy with the parents. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Every coach, no matter at what level, what success they've had, always has a group, a very small group of people who have. Um, mentored them, who have taught them how to carry themselves as a coach um, with integrity. Um, who, who formed your coaching philosophies, the way you carry yourself? i got to imagine your brother Bill, but who else along the way? Who did you, whether you've ever met them or not, who else along the way did you really admire the way they carried themselves? Well, I was lucky to have Bill around. Sure. Because um, I really looked up to him. Coach Morrison was big, too. Just just seeing how he connected with the kids mm -hmm. I mean, off the field mm -hmm. was a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, one of my coaches at Western, Coach Edlin, who was the assistant coach that actually recruited me, okay. I always look forward to talking to him every year. Sure. He's a master motivator, and mm -hmm. he's just a guy you run through walls for. Sure. But, you know, you can take bits and pieces from, from a lot of different coaches. Anybody in the Big Eight? That you really just stood out to you that you that you admired whether they were an athletic director or a coach that really stood out to you. I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but anybody not really or you know maybe a little bit from from a lot of different coaches in sure. the past. You know Bob Stewart was a great coach. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Kyle Klingman, Homer, he ended up mm -hmm. coaching at at uh, Kellogg. Sure. You know. Sure. Uh, a little mixture of everything. Little mixture. Yep. So talk to us about your own family, Tom. You're, uh, you're married to high school sweetheart, or no? Actually, she's from Litchfield, and I met her in econ classes. It's a crazy story. Econ classes in college? In college, yes. Really? Yes. Okay, so you guys knew you were from the same area. You were from the same area. 
And I, I still say I can out-recruit Beeline and Izzo because I got her to marry me. So. Um, and you have uh, two daughters, and you, uh, you you refer to them as your pups. I just call them my pups. Yep, Taylor, Taylor and Sam. Taylor's going to graduate from Western on Saturday. Mm -hmm. She's going to work for John Deere. Okay. In June, she's not sure where, Midwest somewhere. Okay. And then Sammy's finishing up at Michigan, and I go get her at the end of the week. Go blue. Go Very blue. Nice. Very nice. Proud moments. Good. Yep, and Very then good. also my wife just got her master's degree. Nice. From Spring Arbor, so in May, yep. she'll be walking with those graduates. That's awesome. Good stuff. So good stuff. Um, what else occupies your time nowadays, Tom? I think you're you're doing a little subbing in the in the school. You're. I know you're on the lake quite often. Correct. I. Uh, <laughs> Any more card games? Oh, I hit the casino quite a bit. Um, <laughs> You know, hunt in the fall, sure. fish in the summer. Sure. I uh, spend a lot of time with the, the, the girls and my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, they all mm -hmm. like to fish. Uh, maybe we play cards. Mm -hmm. you know, we, we do a lot of stuff together. Very nice. Good. Well, Tommy, those are the those are were the, the thoughts that I had today that I wanted to ask you about. Um, what I usually do here at the end of each interview is I just do uh, kind of some rapid fire, either names or topics, and I try to get your quick response. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's right off. Uh, it's kind of off the cuff here, and, and it, it uh, it's, it's fun to see what kind of responses people get. All right, okay. ready? Bring it. All right. So I'll give you mainly names tonight. Uh, Mary Dunn. Great mother. Bill Dunn. My hero. Uh, Tyler Shearer. Great basketball player. Homer Trojans. Rival. Bass fishing. A lot of time. <laughs> Keith Block. Super fan, Jonesville Thomas. You knew that one was coming, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Jennifer Dunn. Best friend. Kathy Bonsteel. Great person, great AD for the school. Great answers. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. I appreciate you having me. It was fun. It was nice to see you as always. You too. That's another episode of Leaders and Mentors. Thank you for joining us.